dreamers. How are you doing out there? Hello, dreamers. Hello. It is Carly and Mandy, and we yes. have a special today. Very special. I am so excited about this interview. And like some of our other ones, this has been a long time coming, but I always feel like these are the best. And this beautiful soul that's sitting with Carly in Nashville today um, is just such a, a radiant light in this world. And I met her through my dear friend, Heather, and uh, she's just so awesome. I used to host new moon parties in Nashville, and that's how we got introduced. But um, everybody, I, we're so excited to introduce um, a musician, vibrational healer, Miss Casey Lane. Hello. Thank you guys so much for having me. Like you said, it's been a long time coming. This yeah. podcast has haunted me for a year. <laughs> in the best way possible. Oh, in the best way. <laughs> we like so- to do. We like we're like the spooky little voice in your in your mind saying, catch that dream. <laughs> catch that dream. Exactly. That's literally what happened ever since the night I met you. And I finally was like, all right, I can finally be an official dream catcher and go on the podcast and check that off my list. So. Oh, girl, I, I love it. Today we're I like we're stamping it. Motivating. Yeah, motivating factor to oh, you, you know. 100%. Yeah. No, that's so awesome. I remember us having that conversation and, you know, me telling you about like the podcast and just, and all this stuff and catching your dreams and all that. And, and you, um, just like, it's been so cool to watch your journey over this past year and a bit. And, um, and it just been so awesome to get your messages and be like, Hey, it's like soon, soon it's happening. Like, you know, I'm doing these steps soon. And so it's been really cool to be like, you know, cheering you on from this, um, from this perspective. And we're so excited to talk with you and just hear your journey and your dreams and how they're evolving and you know how you've finally been able to be doing your dreams now full-time like that's so awesome so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you're catching that dream yeah well um let's see I started doing music at a really young age my dad is a professional musician and I started singing with him when I was about six and so that just kind of became this part of my life that by the time I was able to drive I started doing my own gigs and packed all of my stuff into a tiny two-door car with a huge piano and my speakers and my mixer and I was like this little thing pulling up to these bars Um, so I started doing that at a really young age and then ended up going to school for music um, at University of Virginia and I played music all through college to pay for it and then moved to New York shortly after graduation um, to join an electric, let's see, it was indie electro pop is what we called it. (laughs) Yeah. And I played since with them and then ended up joining a bunch of other bands while I was there, started a solo project. I came to Nashville to mix a record that I had done with a band in LA and the guy who mixed the record and I ended up working on a project together and falling in love. Oh. So I had to move here to be with him. <laughs> it was 2000. It was January 1st, uh, 2016. Hmm. I moved here. Um, and we're still together somehow. We're still actually working on that record. <laughs> it has taken a lot longer than could have ever imagined, but it's been kind of a blessing because, um, So I was doing PR basically as soon as I moved here. I got this job and it was amazing. I learned so much from the job. I ended up doing it a little longer than 
I think anyone expected, including my boss, um, <laughs> but it really stuck. And I learned so much, like I said, and, um, during that time, since I wasn't doing a lot of music, I felt like my therapy was gone and I just was not, I didn't really know at the time why I was in such a mood, <laughs> but I was, and it had kind of been building up for months and turned into this like explosion fight with, with Tim. And it was like this creature I'd never met before. And I literally the next day went on a yoga retreat and I was like, okay, I have to like figure out what's wrong. Mm -hmm. And during that retreat, I basically came to, to realize that I needed to a forgive myself for not being where I thought I would be at this point, which was in my late twenties. And, you know, I thought I was going to be a pop star. Mm -hmm. And, um, the second one was that I need, needed to be singing and I needed to be performing and it didn't matter if it was a show or if it was a writer's night or, you know, open mic night, whatever. I just needed to be getting that out. And I realized that that was my way of like, <laughs> getting releasing energy now that I'm into this woo-woo world of energy work. Um. Hey dreamers, this episode is brought to you by Connect. Mandy and I are so excited to partner with this amazing new brand Connect that is located in Midtown, our favorite spot in Nashville. Connect is a social club that offers co-working spaces, apartments, a gym, a pool, a rooftop, a podcast studio, and so much more. We are able to use their KEE studio to record our podcast, and we even received our very own desk area just for the Dreamcatcher pod. This space is truly a place where dreamers go to connect. Right now, they're offering all of our dreamers a very special deal. You can email membership at connectnashville.com and mention Connect Dream. You will get a float membership for $199 a month if you sign up for at least three months. That's $100 off per month. This deal is valid through the end of June. So hurry up and sign up now. And essentially during that time too, I realized that I needed to figure out some better ways to get over a creative block that I was in at that point. And I started getting into crystals and that was kind of my segue into this whole energy world. And ended up becoming a certified crystal healer back in 2018 or 19. And, um, that just kind of led me down the path. I got certified Reiki and then most recently sound healing has been my thing. And that's where I am now. I'm doing that full time, like you said, which has been really powerful. I think it's, you know, I focus and my dream clients are like musicians because I feel like we, as musicians don't necessarily have the best track record for mental health and like being stable humans. Mm -hmm. And I just have found these outlets and doing this energy work to be so incredibly powerful. And it's helped me personally so much that I was like, if I need this, I'm sure I'm not the only one, mm -hmm. um, whether it was, you know, before performing or um, before songwriting or whatever it would be that I had those anxieties and you know all of that so yeah that's the long-winded version of my story and my how God. i ended up oh i i absolutely love it and i'm so excited that we're connecting again over you know to talk about all your dreams and and everything and it's so cool to hear you say like you know going from musician and 
and you're still a musician, but it's just, it shifted into this healing. And I feel like I'm, I'm kind of um, starting to see that path for myself as well. And I feel like there's so many musicians out there and artists that we, you know, you kind of think like, oh, I have this voice and I have this talent for music. And we think like, on a level of like, I got to be in a, on a stage performing in front of a bunch of people at a bar, you know, and that's kind of all we think that it is. And then you kind of, you look at it and you realize like, oh, there's a lot of healing. And then there's this like healing aspect to music. And I'm just so excited for you that you've like tapped into that and, and are kind of like the leading edge in Nashville for, um, for bringing this, you know, to taking it from like, <clears throat> sorry, pop, um, mainstream to like going like okay let's do some healing stuff I I just think that's so cool so I'm like I'm just vibrating right now so excited for you yeah I feel like you've been doing some really awesome stuff at the same time too and like you said I think once musicians look at themselves as being sound healers because you are you're writing music you're using your voice to share a message it's therapeutic for you it's therapeutic for people listening Mm -hmm. it's so good to be able to like have that context around your art mm-hmm. and, you know, thinking about it like that and really trying to take care of yourself and prioritizing, you know, a meditative practice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I said, I think the big thing for me too, um, in addition to creative block was performance anxiety. And I just felt like it didn't matter what the gig was. I was nervous before and mm-hmm. it affected my performance. And I started thinking about just the chakras and I don't know how, far into all of this you want to get to but each one of those has such a correlation to a performance and whether it's being grounded whether it's your heart connecting whether it's your throat opening up like all of them I was able to see this like vision of like someone standing on stage and like rainbow coming out of their different yeah. on stage Aww. and like so that, I love that. <laughs> that was kind of my vision for like doing stuff before performances was kind of getting vision into the mind of the performer. Yeah. Casey, I'm like, girl, we, we need to have like a phone call after this and like chat deep into this because man, we are tapped into this, like this whole level of chakras and everything. I had to download performing one time and all of a sudden saw like colors of the rainbow exuding out and, and aligning. So you're saying this and I'm like, Oh my God, we need to talk because yeah, I started like jotting down like these downloads that I was having on this and I wanted to connect to people about it, but not know who to connect with. So now I'm like, Casey, (laughs) Oh my God, we're getting like, like, that's amazing. I think that it's, wow, it's, that's so cool because girl, like that's so needed. And man, I'm just so excited right now. Cause we've got, we've got so much, like a rabbit hole to go down with that stuff. Uh, and I like too, sorry, just thinking about right now too, because so many people just went a year and a half almost without performing. And like, that has added a whole new level of just the handful of musicians I've talked about this specifically. It's like, yeah, getting back on stage is terrifying. And, you know, I think people really found comfort in not performing and not having to do, because it's exhausting. Like, it's not just the show. It's Mm -hmm. all the things you have to do ahead of time and, like, all the different anxiety triggers of, like, who's going to be there? How many people am I going to be embarrassed at, like, who shows up or whatever? Like, all the different factors you can't even control. Mm -hmm. Um, And anyway, I just think that it's, it's, a good time to tap into some of that um, right now. Absolutely. And I love that you're um, really putting this focus too on like other musicians and, and talking to them about it. And 
Um, you know, I just, I pray that, that a lot of people who've had this time off have been able to like heal themselves and go inside and, you know, and, and start to realize that it's like being on stage and performing is so much more than just microphone audience, you know, and it's like feeling tuning into those energies. And I just really hope that people have been able to like go within themselves and heal those parts so that now when they get on stage, it's a better performance than they had a year and a half ago, even with not performing for the past year and a bit, you know? So, yeah, so that's, that's just so cool. And I know we had talked a bit about, um, like it must've been just a, about a year and a half ago um because we were going to do a sound healing before one of my my big my shows with the Fleetwood Mac tribute and then that got <laughs> all kiboshed oh, that's right yeah. oh, that's so, I forgot that we had talked about that but I 100 remember that because that was such a big deal yeah and I was like girl we gotta get you like at least 10 minutes just yeah. like let's breathe let's focus in let's do a little meditation yeah. Get some vibrations in you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think it's so hard too, because like you said, I mean, it's a pressure and you, you put so much pressure on yourself. You feel the pressure from other people. And it's like, honestly, doing that healing before and after is, would be so beneficial because like, we've always talked about Mandy, like the highs and lows of being an artist and being a performer. You're, mm-hmm. you're building up, you're so, so high when you're performing in front of people. And then you go to finishing and you're kind of hitting a low, you know? And it's like, that's unfortunately why a lot of people use substances and, and yeah, all these things. So I think it really is amazing that you're taking the time to focus it on, you know, on performance art and in music and singer songwriters, because it is, people don't realize it is a mentally exhausting profession, you know? Cause like you're just, it's, it's all those things combined, all the anxieties on top of all the pressures and you're like, for sure. Want to do so well, you know? Yeah. I had someone get me to come do, it was like a post tour, obviously yeah. pretty handy. And the, um, the, she just, yeah, like you said, she came home from this tour and it was like mm-hmm. rock bottom. She had been go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I need help right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the substance thing too, that was another thing. And I know I don't have to filter myself, but I stopped smoking weed mm-hmm. for a few years. And so it was like, how can I get a head change? And this is going more back to the creativity side of things. Absolutely. How do I get a head change without smoking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I, if you go in a room with some sound bowls, your head changes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get a whole trip, you get, you see colors, you can, you can really have like a very psychedelic experience, um, without, having to consume anything. So yeah. that's, that's the power there that I want to kind of tap into and bring people, like you said, to not have those other touches so much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, no, that's so cool. Well, why don't you kind of like expand a bit on, on your vibrational healing and using sound bowls and how you got into it and how that's evolved to where you're, where you're at now. Yeah. Well, like I said, I started with the crystal thing, which they were just, they're beautiful as mm-hmm. you know, like, Yes. You can't not want some, yeah, um, yeah. but I bought a book that showed me how to really use them and like kind of the science behind that. And I, I just felt like that was, you know, surface level. We buy the crystals and they're sitting in our house and they're pretty and like, you know, you might bring one with you to go do something special. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got them. <laughs> so how do I really tap into this energy that they carry and, and use that in a more productive way? So I, I got certified as a crystal healer first, like I said, and I started doing one-on-one energy healing with people just with crystal healing. And it lended itself really well to 
Reiki. So I ended up getting my certification there shortly after because I was like, this is a good complementary form of energy healing to, to do with one-on-one people. And then the sound healing thing, it's funny. I was really drawn to it as a musician. Of course, I would have that natural inclination to the sounds. But someone in town that told me she was a sound healer, I won't say who, told me not to get into it. I think that she didn't want any competition. So I was like, I was like, I'm really into this. Do you have any advice for me on how to get started or what, you know, any recommendations, books to read, whatever. She was like, you should just stick to crystals. Let that be your thing. Don't get into sound healing. It's like, you know, just have your one thing. And it really got in my head and looking back, I'm like, that was silly that I let her kind Mm -hmm. of like get into my head that much. But, um, I ended up, obviously not listening to her advice for that much longer. (laughs) I started doing the prerequisites for the sound healing. Um, And that's been really powerful. And what's funny is uh, she sells crystals too now. And I'm like, come on. (laughs) You're like, well, that's funny. (laughs) But all of that aside, I think that was a good lesson too. Obviously, like, you know, (laughs) it was a good perspective to have. And I think it really made me hone in a little more on the crystal stuff and not be too crazy scattered. So that when I was getting into the sound healing, I was like prepared and ready to to really take all of that on. So mm. now I'm doing sound baths with groups and then one-on-one energy or vibrational healing where client comes in. I have a biomat, which is infrared heat that it's like a heating pad on crack. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and it has crystals on top of it too. It's a jade and tourmaline. So you lay on that, which is already like so relaxing. People yeah. fall asleep all the time. And I do some Reiki. I lay a crystal grid up and down your chakras. I obviously assess your energy fields and see what's what's going on. And then I will add in the sound, um, play some bowls on and around you, and then do kind of a little sound bath at the end while everything kind of integrates and the crystals are laying there. And, um, it sounds then, amazing right now. <laughs> yeah, then we come back and we talk about all the things. So it's really fun. It's been really powerful. Um, I definitely have like a therapist hat that I wear during it, which is interesting. It wasn't necessarily like what you learned in these courses because so much of it is about, you know, the science behind it, the like logistical things. Yeah. Um, but getting into the the therapeutic aspect of it has been really, really powerful. Um, you know, holding space for people to come in and be able to just talk about what's going on in their lives. I think that that was really hard over this past year of not being able to connect and people just need to be able to do that. People need to be able to be heard yeah. and just get human things interaction out. And yeah, yeah. And you know, human touch. I think yeah. that's another thing that people really have been craving. So mm-hmm. I'm happy that things have been opening up and people have been a little more comfortable because last year it was like, I don't know if I can be doing this because no one wants to come to my house and let me like touch. Yeah. How do we do this safely? I mean, safely, whatever, but you know, yeah. uh, Oh, that's just so like this. This is just lighten, lighten me up. And I can tell Carly too. It's just like the little, she's like yeah. starting to glow. But uh-huh. man, how cool. And it, like I said, kind of before too, it's just so cool. Have you been able to just take this and just like transition into like just this healing 
aspect and taking the music. And and I love too, that you, you know, even though you had had that advice to, you know, do one thing, you kind of, you were like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. But you ultimately then followed your intuition to be like, well, no, I need to add this in and, and, you know, look at you go. It's like the world is just, the world needs that kind of healing and vibration right now. And, and you're like, you're like steps ahead of, you know, a lot of people in this. So it's just so cool to hear. Yeah. 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 We talk about it too, like, you know, kind of your, your dream evolving, you know, it's like doing music and wanting that. And you, you know, you like at first, you're like, I thought I had to be here by 30 Mm -hmm. or I have to be here by a certain age. And there is no timeline, you know, and you found what you can do that combines your love for music and, you know, healing and stuff. And I think that that's so important for people to hear too, you know? Absolutely. I think, you know, we have these ideas of what we think we're supposed to be doing and what what we think our lives are supposed to be. And like, that's the only way I'm going to be happy. And I do think about it. it. Like 10 years ago, Casey, what I was (laughs) doing probably be very confused, but like also probably pretty excited, but also like, why are you famous yet? You know, it would be kind of a mix. And at the end of the day, I'm really fulfilled with this Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm still working on music. I just, Tim, my partner, and I just finished writing and recording a record with an artist that we um, started working with here in town this past weekend. I'm teaching piano lessons, which is really fun for me. I love being able to connect with people that way. And um, and then, obviously, my record, Tim, still has two songs left to mix, and it will happen when it's going to happen, and I've let go of that timeline, and when it's out, I'm going to be really excited and, you know... I'm just, I'm still continuing to write and make that a big part of my life too. But this has just kind of been a really complimentary thing to do do and really impact people in a a bigger way, a more powerful way, I think, than what I was doing where, you know, people who heard me at a gig would be like, oh, it's pretty, whatever, you know, this is way more like, I feel like I'm really helping people, which is Mm -hmm. so so powerful and I just feel so grateful that people are <laughs> are coming to me, you know, trusting me and letting me uh work on them. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, like- you're doing a fabulous job at it, you know, and yeah, I just am still just so excited that you'll be able to do this full time and making this your dream and and just really pursuing it. Like good for you. Yeah, I had to take the leap. I know I couldn't do the day job for very long. I will, I'm not really cut out for it. <laughs> Neither are we. So. And honestly, I did it for five years. And I'm like, how did I do that for five years? Because uh, this is, it's pretty crazy. If you knew me pre this job, I was a wild child from New York. Had yeah. A, you know, I'd never had a day job in my life. I like yeah. every... Every email I wrote was like a million, it was like abbreviations and like a million yeah. exclamation points and emojis. It was just, you know, yeah. I got yeah. I learned to be more professional and I pitched myself to you guys. So thanks for accepting. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, and, and I honestly love that you just said that as well. You know, you, you um, were not used to it, but you did a nine to five. And even in that, it's like the stepping stones and learning experiences of yeah. like, okay, learn how to be like, you know, a bit more professional in the sense of like, now running your own business and like sending out emails and working, you know, with that kind of stuff. Cause I hear you yeah. as, on that as well. Cause I'm, I can, I'm very much like you wild child, just do whatever, you know, and play gigs here, play gigs there. And, but right now I'm working for my mom, <laughs> her company, and it's kind of like the nine to five uh, computer data entry. And I'm like my energy field. I'm like, I'm exhausted. Although I know right now it's like 
you get, you're just, I'm gaining this knowledge and these tools that I'm like, these are going to be really helpful. Like maybe a couple months or a year down the road from now when I have to run my own business more professionally. So I just think it's cool because we gather these little steps and things are stepping stones along the way. It's all part of our journey. It's there for a reason. Yeah. And I think too, you know, one thing that I learned in that job was that you can be an expert and you are an expert at something. Like, I feel like people too often are like, I'm not ready to like, no, you know, write an article for a, you know, a blog, whoever I'm not ready to go on a podcast. I'm not ready to like play this show, whatever it might be. I just learned that you just have to be confident in what you do and know that, you know, I, I would work with people who they would respond to interview questions with like, I think this and this, and it was like, no, this, <laughs> you know, yeah. like you know, the, I think that mm-hmm. I feel like you're an expert, go for it. And that's been really powerful for me to just be like, I'm just going to start writing articles and pitching myself out and you know, seeing where that takes me and, and you do, yeah. I, you know, I have to pitch myself to, you know, studio yoga studios. I'm doing some, um, some sound baths in Virginia in a couple of weeks and, you know, just having the skills to be able to like reach out to people, yeah. the information that's important to include and all of that. So yeah. it's been, the job was, was really awesome yeah. <laughs> for me to have experience. So. I was going to say, even just like, trying to reach out to musicians or, and you know, mm-hmm. say you have to talk to their manager or whatever it is, like, it's just having that knowledge is going to, you know, get you ahead of the game already. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, and, and I love too, that you just said you're going to do sound baths at yoga studios in Virginia. And that seriously, it's like so cool because it goes from like being on tour with your keyboard and playing in bars to now you're on tour playing sound bowls oh. in yoga studios. Sure. Yeah, I'm doing a sound bath in Charlottesville. I think I'm doing one in Richmond, and I'm doing at least one in Virginia Beach, where I'm from, from. in this like week that yeah. I've trip. Because I'm like, well, I have to drive there. I might as well stop along the way. And if I'm stopping and I'm bringing on my bowls, I might as well do something in these other cities that's that I have so friends in. That's that's like the new rock and roll, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I walk in with my yeah. bag of bowls. I'm like, hey yeah. guys, yeah. don't mind me. I'm just gonna set up. Yeah. Tap them all like a little sound check. <laughs> Casey's like, come by with me, everybody. Let's do this. Like I know last time I was here, I was encouraging shots. We're just gonna lay here this time and close your eyes. Yeah, this things is- are a little different now, <laughs> but you're gonna love it. <laughs> oh god. I love it. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Encouraging crystals and some shots. Yeah, time. yeah. Exactly. There you go. How like about breathe? Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a deep breath in. Yeah. <laughs> How about maybe we should face some of these yeah. things you're trying to, to yeah. have. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, oh. that's amazing. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell all of our, our dreamers and listeners where they can, you know, find you on Instagram and where they can, you know, go to, to have you help with the biracial healing. Yeah. So I do virtual things. Mm-hmm. So just because you're not in Nashville doesn't mean that we can't connect. Um, I'm most active on my Instagram, which is Casey Lane and you can go to caseylane.com. It's got just basically a, a splash page for all my different things. Then caseylane.com slash vibrational healing to learn more about what I do and the different offerings I have. Um, like I said, one-on-ones at my 
house. I can do group stuff, come to you, come to the studio before you record your record, whatever you need, whatever I can do it. <laughs> um, and yeah, if you just want to like have some people connect from different places that you've missed over Zoom for a little sound, you can do that too. So love that. there's lots of fun ways to connect. So Thank you. <laughs> oh, no, that's so awesome. Well, and we'll make sure um, in the in the podcast notes to take your website and all that, so people have a direct link there and they can get in touch with you. Because it's just, yeah, what you're doing is just so cool. And we really, really highly recommend like musicians really reaching out to Casey as well and just getting that grounding, that that healing, you know, before the shows, after the shows, and just how to enhance your your whole like energy space for that. So this is like the new, new edge of like performance and yeah. tapping oh, in. Yeah. yeah. Like, people deal with the real stuff that they are expressing through their music instead of trying to hide it. In other exactly. ways. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, we also like to ask too, Casey, if there's any kind of um, advice that you would like to give our dreamers out there. Hmm. Well, I think part of the advice I gave already about like just going for it and not letting the imposter syndrome get to you because it's there. But at the end of the day, I feel like there's so many ways to consume music, not even just music, but just information and owning your talent and your passion and your expertise and really stepping into that power and that role. Like no one's going to push you into it. Like you have to step into it. And I think that that, um, that's been a really powerful thing for me to experience and have learned. And I just feel like we, it's so easy to get caught up in the like, Oh, why me? I'm not this. I, why would anyone want to hear from me? Or, you know, why would anyone need me? I'm just this, Mm -hmm. but you, I think that people, um, just like I said, stepping into that role of being an expert and going for it, pitching yourself. You don't necessarily need a PR firm to, yeah. <laughs> to, to get the word out about yeah. what you're doing. Um, so yeah, that's probably, at least that's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. I love that. Being confident and stepping into your power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that so much. And we're going to have a special little offer for all of our dreamers too, that we're going to figure out with Casey, but that'll be available on our social medias after this episode comes out and we can't wait. She's going to give you a little discount on, yeah. on her services. Love it. Love it. Uh, well, this so is so awesome. Yeah. We're so excited for you. And I'm so happy that like, you know, the dream catcher pod and Mandy and just the conversations you've had have really been, a motivation and stuff for you because I mean that's what we hope to do we want to help people we want to inspire people and hearing your story and and having our listeners hear your story is going to be really powerful so thank you well thank this you. is really special to me so I really appreciate you guys letting me come on and chat and Mandy I hope you and I are going to have to have a conversation offline about all mm-hmm. the things and I want to hear all of your stuff that you're working on because I feel like there's we need to be doing something together somehow, combining forces. Absolutely. I agree 100%. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, well, you girls have so much fun in Nashville for me today. <laughs> well, yeah. it's like summertime for real. Oh, it's, it's official. It's, yeah, it's so hot here. Oh, and uh, yeah, we're a beautiful Connect building in the Connect studio. So we are going to, I'm going to show her around and show her a little bit more of the space afterwards. So yeah all right dreamers we are wishing you good vibes good times and sunshine until next time dream 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 catcher